Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Jean Ginsberg here, and of course, Angela. How are you, Angela, today? I'm, I'm wonderful, thank you. We have a, an amazing guest. We're super excited. Stephanie Burns decided to join us and honor her with her presence because she is an amazing writer for Forbes, and I would, I'm, I'm so thrilled to hear her story on how uh, and her business, but also how she got into being a Forbes writer. And the question that we get asked a lot, so as part of our community, digital marketing and tech for women entrepreneurs, we get asked, you know, how as a woman entrepreneur, how do you get featured in publications like Forbes? So this is what we're going to be talking about today. And I, I'm excited to just myself to hear about it because um, that's something that I'm interested in. And I hope that you guys who are listening to this are also interested yeah. too, because this is an amazing, an amazing topic to talk about. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. So let's just start with the background. So tell us about um, yourself, your background, and how you got to be where you are now. I guess maybe talk about your business first, and then maybe we'll talk about how you became a writer for Forbes. Sure, sure. So, oh gosh, back in 2008, 2009, I was getting my MBA, and I was working full time. I was going to school at night, and during that time was the uh, recession, right? Everyone was getting laid off. Everyone was losing their jobs. I was living in San Diego at the time. And all of my girlfriends started one by one, just losing their jobs. And so one by one, they kept coming up to me and asking me how to start a business. And I was very confused. And I kept getting this question over and over again. And finally, I was like, why are you, why are you guys asking me this like I don't and they said well you're getting your MBA aren't you learning how to start a business and I said ah. no no so what do you learn when you get your MBA I'm I'm learning you know statistics and global marketing and account you know counting and you know those kinds of things I'm not learning the fundamentals like the ABCs and the one two threes and what kind of legal entity should you be and you know what kind of paperwork do you need to fill out and you know how to write a business plan, those kinds of things. I was not learning that kind of stuff. So um, after a while of getting this question over and over and over again, I finally invited all of my girlfriends over who had asked me this. They all came over to my house. I gave them a ton of wine, ton of food, and just started asking them a ton of questions. You know, what are you missing? What are the holes? Why, you know, why can't you find the information for yourself? What's happening here? And a lot of them, you know, my, my friends were extremely educated, very bright women. Um, and they were having a hard time finding this information. And I thought, this is not rocket science. People start businesses every day. This is, th there's got to be a checklist somewhere. So finally, I started doing research for them. I couldn't find a checklist for them. <laughs> you know, and they said that, that where they were finding their answers was Google and their dad. And that was absolutely unacceptable to me. There's no reason why my super smart, super brilliant, like determined, motivated friends could not find this information. And so I looked around my living room and thought, if I have 15 of just my friends sitting here, 
asking these questions, there have to be more women out there wondering the same thing. So that's when I created Sheik's EO, which is a website for female entrepreneurs who are starting up. And I got started on it in 2009. In 2010, I got laid off just like all of my friends. So I took all of 2010 to research, write, create, and, you know, launched Sheik's EO. So we launched in December of 2010. A couple months later, I brought on a, my, my co-founder and she and I worked really, really hard. By that point, I had gotten another job and she was working her full-time job and we were just hustling at night trying to get traction for Sheik's EO. By June of 2011, just six months later, we were named as one of the top 10 entrepreneurial websites for women by Forbes. And so this really catapulted Sheik CEO into a different place, right? And so both of us quit our jobs and worked on this full time. And it was a really exciting time. And then by the, the next spring, we had decided we wanted to go down to Austin for South by Southwest. While we were there in a session, we saw the reporter from Forbes who had featured us. So, you know, I make a beeline over to her and I was just, you know, thank you so much for, you know, including us. And it just really catapulted our business into, you know, what it is now. And we're just so grateful. And can we, you know, can I buy you a coffee? Can I do something? And she's like, you know, no, you cannot buy me coffee. <laughs> um, you know, I'm part of the media. You can't do that. Um, and so anyway, we just kind of kept in touch with her and uh, Jody, my my previous business partner and I, we moved, or not moved, we had taken a trip out to New York. And while we were out there, we called her up or emailed her and said, hey, can we meet up and take you out to lunch? And again, she said, no, you cannot take me out to lunch, but I will go to lunch with you. <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, just out of clarity, like you can't take, you can't get any coffee for media people? Yeah, you can And uh, so we went to lunch with her. And while we were at lunch, she said, you know, we're taking on contributors. Would you two uh, consider writing for us? And we were just floored um, and obviously elated. We never thought ever that that would be something that was on the table or discussed. We truly just wanted to extend our gratitude to her. And it turned into an amazing opportunity for the two of us. So that's kind of how it started. And so we've been writing for then since uh I, I think it's 2013 is when that happened um so for a few years now yeah awesome Very that's cool. what happened so that, now that's you, amazing do you yeah. still have the same but you said that so are you running it yourself now or how you yeah. said it was your previous okay yeah yeah so my my partner jody uh she has her own marketing consulting so both of us got married had children moved away from San Diego. So, you know, she had to, she had to move on with her life. And, yeah, no, I get that. I yeah. Just, yeah. So I had shut Sheik CEO down for a while. Um, and now kind of resurrected it back up into, you know, new fresh resources. And so it's, it's there now. And Jody and I are very, very dear friends and she consults still with me when I need her. <laughs> so really your like main thing now is really starting that business is what got you catapulted you into becoming a Forbes writer. And now like your main gig is like writing. Yes. Awesome. I love that. 
Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about your business? So what is your business all about? Because there's a lot of women entrepreneurs who listen to this uh, podcast or a video or whichever medium, I guess you're, you're engaging with this. So, um, and they have those questions as well. So what kind of resources do you guys have on Chic CEO? Um, so it, <laughs> my, so Chic CEO kind of exploded. This, the website was lost and all, like 1200 pages of content were lost. So I'm, oh. I'm I know. I cried for hours and hours. And it, How did it's that okay. happen? Like, you know, what? Your website? How did that happen? Like an issue uh, with your website? Our hosting provider, yeah, just lost all our files. I oh know. my gosh, that is so terrible. Scary. So awful. Um, so I switched hosts. Oh my uh, god. But you know, at the same, sometimes things have to just burn down to the ground, right? Sometimes mm. they just do. When when I started Chic CEO, the landscape, and as you know, I'm sure it was so different than it is right now. Um, you know, back in like 2009, 2010, there weren't much for female entrepreneurs. There, 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 there weren't really any resources either, like for entrepreneurship. No. I mean, this is all kind of been in the last 10 years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's so much more now. And I, it's, it's so nice to see that women have more, more uh, support and choices and things like that. Um, so now it's, you know, now I work on, I'm working on a course right now, honestly, to, to start a new business. I see all these women now who are um, jumping into MLMs. And while MLMs are, are lovely, um, I think that it only works for a certain amount of people. So I see a lot of women wanting to get into entrepreneurship, especially for what's happening right now, where they might be home with their kids now. We're not sure if kids are going back to school. We don't know what's going to happen with childcare. So just helping them with resources on, you know, what kind of business should I start? Um, what's an EIN? Do I need an EIN? Um, how to write a press release? Or, you know, how do I structure my business? Or how do I, you know, all, the all basics. of the basics. The base, exactly, that ground level stuff that they just need that's, to know. Wow. So yeah, and if you ever have any questions, both Angela and I, that's what we do for our businesses. We help entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs, create courses and market them. So if you ever have any questions, we would love to answer anything. We've been doing this for a very long time. Um, so, yeah. I, I totally get it. I just have to say I love it your story because I remember I was running my business back in 2008 2009 and I remember like everything crashing yeah. and what I did back then because I've been I've been in business now since 2002 I um started selling a little ebook for like 30 yeah I can't remember 27 or 37 dollars and I I did some crazy crap but to like get out there and that's how I like supported our family after my husband lost his job was just the whole selling this little ebook over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And so I think it's really important. Thank God I had been in business for a while and I knew what to do, but I think it's really important that there are resources like exactly what you're saying, because I'm seeing, you know, the landscape flooded right now with people out there like, how do I start a business online? What do I need to do? And in my mind, I'm like, well, it's easy, but really it's not if you haven't been down the road. So I love what you're doing. Thank you. I see it. It hurts my heart when I see these, these people who are, who are just have no, no idea what to do next, you know, and in our mind, right, we're entrepreneurs. So we're like, oh, I know exactly what it is. this, 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 there are so many opportunities. I know exactly what to do. I just have to choose one. And there's so many people that don't think like that or don't 
have never been shown something like that. And so that's my hope is that um, there, there are ways to go out and make your own way. There are ways to go out and create your own business and your own income um, without being dependent on somebody else at this point. So absolutely. That's, that's really our big thing also as part of yeah. our communities that we support women entrepreneurs just like you. Uh, we were a little bit more down the line, but um, in terms of seasonality and um, but yeah, I mean, we were there to support because we want to make sure that, you know, women entrepreneurs have that empowerment to, to gain and create the income that they want and have a business that they want. Well, yeah. yeah and I think a lot of what we do too is more um, like, you know, as women starting their businesses or even women that have been in for a couple of years, it's like the whole tech and marketing piece comes in and that can be scary and overwhelming for women as you well know, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So we focus, that's our, like what makes us different, you know, is we're both tech queens. So, you know, yeah, you know, we're, we're both, we both love it. <laughs> And what's interesting too is, you know, again, when I had this idea back in, you know, 2009, um, 2008, that it was, <clears throat> we were coming off of the wave of, yes, you know, the cheerleading of, of women can do it, women can do it, yay, women can do it. And at that moment, I was like, I know, I know that, I know I can do it. I know she can do it. I know everybody can do it how do we do it? Like somebody tell me how I'm tired of hearing you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I know that how. And so there was, it's like this shift that happened. And so now what I've seen over this, these last few years is just a lot of the how, like the one, two, threes and the ABCs. And that's exactly what Chic CEO was created for. How do I do it? What's the checklist? What's the order? Because I was so tired of just, you can do it. You can do it. I know that, <laughs> you know, it's great so, resources like that. Exactly. So which brings me to my next question. So if there's a woman that's like, okay, I've sort of put my business together. I'm a little seasoned. Now I want to get it, get into Forbes. I want to get, you know, out there. How do they go about doing that? How? Yeah. Speaking of the how. So yeah. high level house, you know, so there's, there's a lot of different things that you can do to get press. Um, and the, the, let's start with the biggest mistake. Let's start with that because that informs everything else. The biggest mistake is reaching out to anybody that you want to help you um, and just simply asking for help without offering help. And I see this a lot, a lot, too much actually. People coming and asking for things without providing value first. And that is the biggest mistake that I see. Um, a good example is the other day, a woman sent me a note on LinkedIn telling me that she just launched her blog and could I take a look at it and give her my feedback? No, I cannot. Like I can't, <laughs> I'm sorry, stranger, but no, I can't do that. Um, I don't know you. You're not paying me. I have two toddlers. I have, you know, I have two businesses and then, and I write, you know, no. So she never, you know, she did not come and ask, is there something Stephanie needs? Um, I have an acquaintance back in San Diego that I've known for the last 10 years who I have not spoken to in, in a few years. And she just emailed me out of the blue a couple days ago and said, Hey, can, can you, can you write about me in Forbes? This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program. 
your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. No, like, you don't you charge for that? No, 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 I can't. Oh, yes. ever that. No, yeah. no. Mm -mm. But you know, it's, it's, it's like, where was, where in the, where in the email was, Hey, Stephanie, is there anything that I can help you with? Or, you know, so you can't just come to anybody in any sort of partnership capacity, especially the media without some sort of value add for them ever. And what, let me tell you what the value adds that media people want, like myself. First and foremost, we need to know that what we're writing about is valuable to our readers. Right. First and foremost, they have to, it has to be educational and valuable to my reader. So, you know, this woman who sent a note saying that she just launched her blog. Well, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> How does, why does my reader care? about that. You know, what I find so interesting about that too is I've had a blog for eight years. It's been the last year that I finally like, I mean, I've massive traffic now, but I wouldn't even come to someone and ask someone to write about my damn blog or even look at it. <laughs> maybe now, maybe now. <laughs> I don't even know now because I'm like, there's still all these things I need to like fix with it, you know, cause you know how you're all more critics. So I find it very interesting how people don't even think about that kind of stuff. Well, right. It's like, well, let's, you know, it's, there's, there's steps that have to happen, right? Yeah. You're, you're back here and you didn't think about all the fronts and steps. Maybe her blog is super fascinating. Maybe her blog will help my readers. May, I don't know. I don't know. But guess what? I don't have time to, to fish that out. I probably provide that to you. Like tell you. Yes. So, yeah. you know, I, I publish 20 to 23 articles a month. That's almost every day. Holy Hannah. So, yes. So I don't have time to fish around your blog. I don't have time to, to read through it and to provide you feed. I, do, I don't. And no other media person does. Right. So she, that, that one, that one tiny opportunity where I actually read her message, she blew it, just blew it. Right. My friend, my acquaintance that I've had for 10 years that, you know, I haven't spoken to since I moved away, she blew it. You know, she, she knew, she knows, like, you can't just come and say, can I, can you write about me? Well, why do my readers care? So if you have, if you want to come to the media and, and get into the media, you can't lead with, Hey, here's, here's me. Here's what I'm doing. Here's why I'm cool. Will you help me? Well, come on. I have, I have my own agenda too, right? I need to know that I'm going to get traffic. I need to know that um, the information that I'm going to write about is interesting. Um, on the conversely, on the con other side of this, I had a woman um, actually publish her article yesterday. Her name is Dr. Lakeisha Holman. And she has a company called The Village Market for um, bringing, raising national awareness for Black-owned businesses in Atlanta. She reached out to me and she told me about this and she's like, here's how I'm helping black owned businesses. You know, here's why it's timely. Here's why, you know, here's the impact that we're making They're They've raised like $17 million or something crazy like that. 
Um, and so that was cool. And I, heck yeah, I want to write about that. And I did. So she did not blow it, but she knew exactly what I needed, right? So she pitched you in a good way. Yeah. Something timely, something interesting, something my readers would care about, you know? And then that that was perfect. That's exactly what I needed. But if you if you come to the media just saying, you know, can you write about me? Well, I could, but why, why would I? So you have to go to every media and say, you know, something along the lines, like um, a good pitch would be, you know, COVID is kind of, people are kind of tired of hearing about that, but you know, school's coming back up. The holidays are going to be here soon. Everybody has something to say about those right. things. You know, here are the five things that this mom wants to do before sending her kids back to school um, in, you know, COVID. Here's how I'm um, handling um, conversations around Black Lives Matter in my office with my teammates. You know, those kinds of, that kind of stuff is, is timely. So you need to come with something timely. You need to tell these people that you're going to promote the articles because traffic matters to them. Um, and, and simply just even saying, how can I help you? goes a long way with these very, very, um, you know, stressed out and overstimulated media people. You know, I get pitched probably 30 times a day. Oh, good Lord. And I don't have time to go through all of those pitches. I don't. So if, <clears throat> if, you know, you've got something good, then you've got to, you've got to make sure that you're Yeah. And, and see how they can add value to even you personally. Like how could they add value? Because you have two businesses. So is there something they could do to even help promote you or get you out there? Yes. Even that, even that would be lovely. I never get asked that. So tell us about your businesses so we can help you get out there. <laughs> no, 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 that's not no, what no, I no, Seriously, I want to know. Seriously. So uh, but yeah, just let me, let me finish okay. the thought so that I, we wrap it up. But you know, even just, even just telling them, like, I will promote the article on, you know, my oh social my, yeah. numbers, right? My yeah. email audience has a hundred thousand people on it. I'll email them out. So, you know, I'm bringing an audience of half a million people would be great. Right. So as a media person, you know, we need our, our stuff read. Right. Hey, otherwise, what's the point? I get that. Yeah. So okay. come to them with something valuable for their readers. Um, and then, you know, show them that you're going to be their partner in promotion. Um, you know, show them that you are somebody that's reading their stuff so that they, um, you know, know that you know how they write. Um, and then make it as easy for them as possible to, to work with you. Give mm -hmm. them a headshot and a bio like right away. Um, you know, have all those things ready. That that just makes it super easy for anybody to to write about you. So yeah, that's the thing. Like we, of course, try to make it easy on you, right? Like you're doing them the favor. So what can they do to make it as easy as possible on right. you? Because it's like you know, you have two businesses to run. You have to write. You know, you're writing for Forbes. You have two toddler. You have two little kids. So it's like. Um, make it easy on you instead of like people come from it from like a, you know a me 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 perspective and that happens all the time like that's like 99 percent of, of, of communication i feel like is all like me 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 yeah <laughs> so. yeah and it's you know it's crazy because it's it's easy to get into the media if you just if you just pitch it the right way right and a lot of these contributors to these big sites now are not employed by 
them. So no. I'm not employed by Forbes. I'm contracted by Forbes, just like a lot of their contributors are. And that's the case for Inc., Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, all these people. The, the contributors are actually business owners who write to help their, right. their brand too. So it's not like they're just sitting there all day waiting for the pitches to come in and they don't have, you know, I get up at 5 a.m. to write every day. That's how I get it done. Um, or during nap time. <laughs> you know, yeah. with my I'm kids. sure that's that's probably yeah. your big time. Um, you know, yeah. when you have a little bit of extra <laughs> lead way yeah. there to get some work done. Um, so speaking of which, uh, that's an interesting point. So the other side of it is like, yes, how do you, you know, get uh, to be in a, in a magazine like Forbes by a contributor like yourself? But the other side of it is what if you are looking to be a contributor for, for Forbes or any other publication? What is your advice there as well? Like if I want to be a contributor, how do you how do you get in on with, you know, being uh, on all of these large publications and they're actually you know, seeing you and, and giving you the time of day. Yeah. So um, I lucked out, right? I did. I lucked out in my column. Um, but I, I have seen other people that have gotten columns and really you just have to pitch to the editor and you pitch a swim lane is what they call it in Forbes. And I'm not sure they call it a swim lane in the other, you know, publications, but I'm sure that it's the same um, intent is that you have your own niche, right? Your own thing that you write about. So I write about female entrepreneurship. Um, I speak on a topic called unreasonable requests. And sometimes I write about unreasonable requests on my column too. Um, but it's hard to find people who are out there making crazy big, big asks for me to write a lot on. So mostly I just write about female entrepreneurship. There's a lot of women who write about, you know, tech or, um, you know, uh, um, oh gosh, now it just, uh, you know, like it, inclusivity and um, those kinds of things right, or yeah. operations and that kind of stuff. So you really have to dial in what you want to write about, why you're an expert in writing about it, and then pitch an article, you know, write, up, write something up, pitch an article, make it like the absolute best it can be, and then just start pitching the editor. And that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> No, I love it. I think I think it's fascinating and it's interesting. Now, quick question because I don't know this, so I'm sure they want to know. And you don't have to say your specific self, but just in general for Forbes, if you're a contributor for these magazines and you have your own business, do you get? You said you're contracted. Do contractors make money, or is it just because you're a writer and you've got that prestige that that's why you do it, kind of thing? Like in general. Yeah. So I do get paid. Yes, I get paid, um, but that waiver. So when we first started, we didn't get paid. Um, it was free. Then, then we got paid, um, and then the pay schedules changed a few times. So it's not something that I can rely on as a, um, you know, <laughs> income. Yeah, service. it's not like a business. It's just like <laughs> it's an additional gravy that's nice to have right. at the end of the month, right? Right. But it also gives you that prestige, though. Yeah which is helpful. It, so now, okay, that makes sense. I get it. So I want to hear about your two businesses. I think we should ask that question. <laughs> I appreciate that. So Chic CEO, I have Chic CEO, right? We, right. we talked about that. Um, and then I have a software platform called Clever Hub. And it's like, a, it's like a Salesforce or an Infusionsoft. And oh, very um, cool. Yeah, it's 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 very neat. I'm very techie myself. My husband thinks it's the weirdest thing he's ever seen. Like, the, 
you know, I think it kind of freaks out anybody when they see you know, a woman for him anyways. Like, just, um, but I, I love it all. I've been to coding boot camp and um, those kinds of things, but I white labeled this software because I love it. And um, now I sell it. It's very, I sell it to auto detailers. It's oh. very lucrative and it's very unsexy, but um, it's amazing what monthly recurring revenue can do as a business. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, I only work two days a week. I work two days a week. Um, and I get up in the mornings to write and that's, that's what I do. And so it's taken me 10 years, right. To get to that kind of a schedule, um, and to, to make it, to make it happen. But yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I, I mean, right. because part of all of this entrepreneurship is like, we want to get to the point where we want to have the lifestyle that, that we want, right? Like that's really, a lot of times that's why we got into, into our own business, like having our own business, right? So that's amazing that you are fine. Like you're finally there, like, you know, after 10 years, you like, you're doing the things that you want to do and that you're working two hours, you know, two hours, two hours, two days a week. And you have, you know, kids and like, you're taking care of them and you're like a mom as well. So it's just like, you want to get to that point. And that's not just, you know, you hustle for a little while and then you're like, yep, I finally am able to like make the lifestyle that I want to have. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. So yeah, keeping up with that. And, um, and then Chic CEO and, you know, writing is my, my favorite one. It's what I love. So it's, it's, uh, it's probably what I spend the most time on, to be honest. Um, but I love it. I love the women that I get to talk to. I love the women that I interview. Um, it's amazing what they're doing. I think, you know, anybody can get press who has done something very interesting or has something to teach. So even if, even if you're, okay, let me give you a good example. I wrote about a woman who helps travel agents, travel agents with their marketing. And she has got this incredible business helping these travel agents. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that somebody could make as much money as she makes and as successful as she is um, helping travel agents, but she is killing it. And so, you know, when she pitched me, she didn't pitch me like, hey, I'm a travel agent and um, travel agencies are cool and um, I'm helping travel agents. Like, okay, that's boring, but I can't exactly remember what her article was even about, but, you know, um, it could just be five ways I scaled from 1 million to 10 million last year. Right. Or how I made, you know, the, the five steps I took to, uh, make six figures in three months. Um, you know, all these little things, all these little successes that these women have, even if it doesn't necessarily talk exactly about what she does in her business is how she serves her people. But something that she's done that all female entrepreneurs can take and learn from, that's a win. That's, that's awesome. Win. And so that is a really good ancillary way to get into the media. Even if you think like, who's going to talk about a travel agents marketer right right yeah i mean it's, it's more about the results right versus like yeah. travel agency and marketing right like it's not maybe that doesn't sound as sexy but it's much sexier to hear like you know how i took my business which is you know let's say marketing for travel agents to yeah. 10 million dollars or whatever right that's exactly. much more interesting exactly so that is a really great way to pitch the media if you have any wins in your business that you can um distill down into teachable points, pitch it, pitch it and, and, and show your points. Like, you know, um, 
email, just email somebody, email any contributor and say, you know, this is what I've done here. Here's the steps that I did it. I've attached my bio and my headshot. Easy. Like, like if, then I can like massage it into a nice article. Yes. Tell me your points. I can put that into an article and so can everybody else. So it's a, you know, and I've got, you know, this many social media followers. I can send it out to this many people, blah, blah, blah. That is a partnership, right? That's a way to create a partnership with a contributor because then you're working in partnership with them. You've helped them get all the information they need. You're helping them promote it. They're helping you. Like it's a win-win. Um, so that's the best way to get into media. In my opinion, it's, it's, it's overloading when you just, when I constantly get bombarded with do this for me, do this for me, do this for me, do this for me, do this for me. And right. it's never like, can we work to get on this together? <laughs> and that's really the key. That that's is amazing. really, yeah. Yeah. You have to think of it as a partnership. You do. Cool. Well, thanks. Um, anything you want to add or uh, before we wrap up Angela or anything else? Oh, I just want to say thank you. I think it was so invaluable. Just the little golden nuggets that you shared with people, I think is amazing. I really appreciate your time. Oh, I appreciate you ladies having me on. I, you know, I think that as, as women who've been through and, and are going through business, you know, we see these evolutions that are happening, especially for women in business. And now is a very exciting time yeah. um, for all women in business. And I think that, you know, we really need to make sure that we're helping each other mm -hmm. and lifting each other up and doing everything that we can to make, make it work. Because if you allow me to go on a little tangent <laughs> quickly, Please, you know, corporate America it, it was never set up for women, right? It was just never set up that way. It was, it was set up for, um, you know, the, the 1950s family. And that's just not, it's just not what, what's true today for our yeah. family, right? We have single moms and same gender parents and, you know, biologically women have babies. There's nothing we can do to get around that. So we need something that fits our families better. We need something that fits um, our goals better and, and, and the things that we need in order to thrive as humans and as women. And so what's so exciting for me is to see women creating new cultures, especially new work cultures that fit our, our new, our new normals, right? Our new yeah. ways of working, our families, um, our bodies, our health, our, our, our mental health, our, our spiritual health, you know? And so what's really encouraging is to see, see that and i think that that's really what's going to make the biggest impact right now and so you know companies like yours and companies like mine that can really help women um take on those roles and realize the these entrepreneurial dreams is, is extremely extremely important for um for our society and i i just i commend it and i appreciate everything that you're doing for women and um i appreciate you allowing me to to talk to them right now because it's it means a lot to me so appreciate it. Well, that's a wonderful closing. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, that was very heartfelt. And yeah, we appreciate everything you're doing for the community, for the women's entrepreneurial community, and, um, and just showcasing all of these amazing women who are doing such great things and, and pushing the community forward. So uh, thanks again. Yeah, we, we love it. It was an amazing interview. Um, and we look forward to having you on the show again sometime in the future. So thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Yeah. I appreciate you.